celebrating classics and creating new ones. Only on the Music Vibes Podcast. Now, here's your host, DC Hendricks. This is the Music Vibes Podcast. Go ahead, subscribe, rate, and review. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, everywhere podcasts are available. Go ahead and make us one of your favorites and scroll on down and leave us a review. We're back at it, celebrating classics and creating new ones. So this week's edition, I get to interview one of my personal favorite R&B artists growing up in the late 90s, 2000s. He was a young sensation, started very young at the age of 12, received his first number one hit record. We're going to be talking with R&B artist Sammy, who was currently on the Millennium Tour with Bow Wow, Soldier Boy, Yin Yang Twins, Pretty Ricky, Ashanti Lloyd, Amarion. It's a big crew. And Sammy is also a part of this big time tour. And they're going to be in Chicago next weekend, next Friday night at the Wintrust Arena. And I cannot wait. I'm really hoping I can make it to this show. I'm a, I'm R&B. I'm a program director for an R&B station, Mix 106. Shout out to them. And really looking forward to this interview. Definitely got to dig into how he got started. I love talking to people that hit the big time very early and at a very young age. And just like to talk about, you know, how that transpired their career and set it in a whole new direction. And of course, I think he took like a hiatus in high school as well. He took all those years off from music completely and had some chance at normalcy. So we'll be talking about that and much more. And of course, we'll dig in to this Millennium Tour. So without further ado, let's go ahead and welcome R&B artist. Sammy. Okay. What's good, DC? How you? Hey, what's going on, Sammy? How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Everything's everything, my brother. That's what's up, man. So I, I'm definitely looking forward to promoting the show that y'all got coming up in Chicago. That's only a little bit. I think it's about a about a 30 minute trip from me. So I'm very excited about this concert coming, and uh, looking forward to digging into your career a little bit. As I'm a huge fan. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it, man. So before we even dig into the music, I want to have a little fun with you as I follow you on Twitter. Uh, I've seen you've recently finished the entire season of one of my favorite shows. I haven't got to watch the new season yet. I did interview the author of the books to tease the new season that is now out on Netflix, but you got to check out the new season of you on Netflix, man. How how, how was that? Yeah, I don't want to give it away since you ain't watching and you're a fan of it, but Joe, you know what I'm saying, he has his hands full, my brother, with love. Let's, let's just say that. He definitely, definitely met his match, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I've always been a fan of the series, and, uh, you know, I can't wait to season four now, but let me tell you, love is definitely, you know what I'm saying, maybe a little surpassed, Joe. Let me just say that. Ooh. I like yeah. it, man. You, you're professional at teases. Uh, maybe you should. Uh, they should hire you to tease the seasons, man, in the trailers. Because that was a uh... listen. Listen, I took TV production in high school, so I know how to get you in. It's called the hook. I just I like just that. enough, and then you'll you'll want to indulge more. That's perfect, man. That's perfect. So I definitely want to dig into a little bit how you got started because I remember the first time I heard it, uh, 1999, man. I was young. I'm only a few years younger than you, but I do remember when this song came out, and I kind of wanted to retrack on how. Uh, little Sammy, because you were you were a young man when you started hitting it big, and people learned who Sammy was pretty early in in your career and life. I mean, you were young, so uh, kind of yeah, talk man. about how you got um, started. The journey is the destination. I uh, discovered I could sing at the age of four in church. Okay. Um, at the age of eight, I, I knew inside of me that I loved how you know my gift of song made people feel and just to provoke an emotion out of someone, whether it be happiness or sorrow or making you self-reflect or mm-hmm. uh, recall a moment in time. So I pursued it professionally, and I caught my big break in 1998, 1999. I did the Apollo Kids in New York City, mm-hmm. and uh, a marvelous, beautiful woman by the name of Joyce Irby, who used to be uh, the lead singer in a 70s group called Climax, discovered me. Mm. 
took me to Dallas, Austin. They signed me to Capitol Records, and uh, I like it so happened to be actually the first song I ever professionally recorded, which is also my first number one in my career. So wow. life took off from there, man. I was just super blessed and super, super humbled to uh, be received on my first effort. Now, obviously, it's been several years since that happened, but I could only imagine being as young as you were. You know, how did you approach that success? I mean, so early, a number one at, you know, 12, 13 years old. Yeah. Um, I have a beautiful mother who shielded me from a lot of things that some of my industry peers weren't so blessed to have. So I didn't get caught up in myself, and, and, and she really kept me down to earth and not allow, allowing me to get the big head and call the shot. So mm-hmm. shout out to Dallas Austin and Joyce Irby, too, for... Uh, just really understanding or helping me understand it's a privilege, brother, to be able to just do music for a living. And because mm-hmm. all I'm doing is giving myself to the world, and I'm just hoping that it resonates with um, uh, the mass of people. And to be able to say 22 years in now, they still rock with me, that's just a blessing. So it's, it's nothing for me to be cocky and arrogant about because ultimately the people make Sammy who I am. So it's, it's never about me. And then I'm also a God fearing man, and I understand that if I ever, ever get beside myself, he can take it away. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very deeply rooted in me by how my mother and my father brought me up to always remain humble and just really in a, a dimension of gratitude. Yeah, and kind of following this timeline is from the bottom to the top is what the album, your first album that was released in 2000. I, I could not talk about this without also talking about this song. As, as I said, I was about nine years old. And so I, I had a girlfriend around this time. I don't know if, it was, <laughs> if, if at that time it was just holding hands or walking to class. Right, or puppy love. Puppy yeah, love, yeah. man. So, and you had a song from that album that I put on this tape for this girl, man, and it won her over, and it's called Crazy Things I Do. Kind of reflect on hey, that one. Hey, uh, Crazy Things I Do for Love was my second single off the album from the bottom to the top. Uh, it's so amazing. I was working with Tricky Stewart. Um, from Red Zone, the Tricky Stewart, who had to run with Dream, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, I remember doing that record maybe in two takes, and they were so impressed by, by how fast I was in the studio and how young I was and how polished I was. And, you know, again, I thank God for the gift, man. And mm-hmm. um, there's a remix to that song that's in the vault, and I have to find it, but Ooh. Lil Bow Wow is actually on it. We just It just <laughs> never seemed the light of day, but... Uh, Crazy Things I Do For Love was a great follow-up for I Like It and still a classic to this day. I actually sung a bit uh, in Atlanta, in the Atlanta show here at State Farm, and the whole arena went crazy. So I'm, I was just blessed, man, to come out swinging. Yeah, and you mentioned Bow Wow. And obviously, y'all had another song y'all did together around then off the Hardball soundtrack, right? For sure. Me, Bow Wow, uh, Lil Wayne, Lil Zane, Jermaine Dupri uh, in 2001, uh, right before I took my first hiatus from the game, actually. I was 14 years young with, with Bow on that record for the soundtrack for the Hardball movie. Yeah, and obviously we're going to be talking about that, the Millennium Tour that you're on right now. And while we're talking to you today, I did want to talk about your hiatus a little bit because um, you were, I mean, you were hitting the game running very early. I mean, hitting it hard. Everyone's starting to know who Sammy is. I mean, what made you take that decision, man? We didn't hear from you for a while. Yeah, I took four years to go to high school, man, and have a sense of normalcy. That's like one half of the reasoning. And then to be honest with you, you know, and I'm transparent now, and I want my fans to understand all spectrums of my career. Uh, at that time, when you're a minor, you don't run your career. You don't get to make the decision. So my mother, That's true. and who also played my momager, she was my manager, <laughs> and Joyce Irby, they kind of like clashed a lot in Dallas Austin also. So you have three different personalities and two women and one superstar, megastar producer, creative, and they just couldn't see eye to eye. So it got to the point where, and they were like the catalyst and the, 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 the center of my team, they couldn't just, you know, get on one accord and finally just decided to part ways and put my career on hold. 
And uh, in hindsight, I'm grateful because I got to experience high school and have not all the way a normal life, but as 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 much as of a normalcy that I could could expect for after the success that I had garnered. So um, mm-hmm. that's the truth, man. You know, three people couldn't get along, and I decided I wasn't happy. And you can't get time back. I don't care how much money you make, how much fame you accumulate. That's right. You can't buy time. So I I I got to have a childhood, you know, and that's something that has also uh been a huge huge help as i've aged in this industry mad respect mad respect for that but you did you know you had songs here and there kind of after the high school years that i remember as well i mean you still and you just released them i think last year on streaming services i remember seeing you know come with me and you should be my girl and another last chance i'm like whoa these are the songs i needed (laughs) man I needed yeah, my those. Fans, my fans was asking what was the sophomore album at, as far as you know DSPs were concerned because back in 2006 there weren't a Spotify or Apple Music or a Tidal etc. Right. So I finally got a hold of Dallas Austin and got him to you know buckle down for me and get those out to the people. So you can go to any digital streaming platform and if you search Sammy Remastered, that is the same Sammy album that came out in 2006. Yeah, and you had some new music that you dropped earlier this year as well. I mean, I know we're reflecting on the older days, but kind of talk about what you released earlier this year. Oh, for sure, man. Um, I released a single called Crazy, which is just an anthem. It went viral for me last year during the pandemic when the world was in the season of stillness. And pretty much just a record about men needing to take accountability for when they provoke a woman to do something out of her character. She's not necessarily crazy. She maybe mm-hmm. perhaps is uh, reacting to some type of hurt or uh, deception. And then I also made a promise to my grandmother um, to always release before, you know, she leaves this beautiful thing called Earth, a gospel project. So I released Mm -hmm. a EP called 333, and um, it's doing very well, and it was well-received. You know, I was kind of uh, hesitant because, of course, I I, I dwell in the secular world, but, you know, God uses people like me also to bring, you know, souls to his kingdom. So I was very, very excited to fulfill that promise from my grandma Angel. Yeah, definitely wanted to highlight that. As you said, you released it August 6th of this year called 333, a nice little uh, gospel EP. So, man, tell me, how's this tour been treating you, man? Everything all right? Man, it's been a a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful ride thus far. The energy from the fans has been humbling and and warming. Uh, And then now we've created this uh, this, this competitive realm. Myself, Omarion, uh, Mm -hmm. Val, Lloyd, just chiming in. We, we just want to push our, push each other each show to, you know, give our best foot forward um, to create that nostalgia and that classic moment that the fans so deserve. They've been riding with us for a decade, some two decades in. So um, it's been it's been amazing, and I'm, I'm just humble. You know, I wasn't on the first one in 2019, mm-hmm. and I was very, like, vocal about that because in my, you know, if you just check the receipts, I was the first child star of the millennium. So yep. um, to me, it's full circle, and I'm super, super excited to be a part of it, super, super humble, and I can't wait night in, night out to show them why uh, they made a mistake the first time around. Yeah, and we we talked about your songs with Bow Wow. You had Hardball, and apparently a I Like It remix that, I mean, uh, just just saying between you and I, when you find that, hook me up, man. I, I would love to be throwing that <laughs> yeah, on the nah, airwaves. Yeah, I got you. Definitely, yeah, it's <laughs> definitely in the vault. But um, I, I'm, I, that's the, the days when we would have cassette tapes and CDs right. and uh, that tapes. But I, I'm sure I can find one. Find not not as easy to not as easy to find those these days. I said I know you've done a song with Bow Wow, but if you could do one song with someone else that is on the Millennium Tour, who would it be and why? Like with Lloyd, I've done a record with King Ain't Twin, Soldier Boy, Bow. Uh, I think I think the ladies would appreciate me and Amari on on a record together. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. We can kind of vibrate on the same frequency. 
Uh, he's Mr. Unbothered. I'm super peaceful out the way. Um, and we both, you know, can bring that smooth and sexy to it. So I think me and O should, should definitely get in the lab and do something. Absolutely, man. Very excited for these tour dates coming up on the Millennium Tour. So where y'all where y'all headed next? Uh, man, we're off to Dallas, Texas in the morning, then Houston, Texas, and New wow. Orleans. So that's this weekend's run. Uh, but, you know, I can't wait to come to the shy. It's like really one of my top five markets uh, that, that's go. been very, very supportive throughout my career. And I, I, I can't wait to see you all and make sure you get your tickets at gsquaredevents.com. And I'm also doing meet and greet. So you can go on Instagram, Major Connect Live, uh, to get your meet and greet. So I, I'm touching the people. I'm loving the people. And it's just been a beautiful experience thus far. It should be. Yeah, two shows coming up in the Midwest, Milwaukee, October 28th. And, of course, as yeah. I said, Friday night, October 29th, Chicago, Illinois. Cannot wait, man. Hoping to check you out. And what else? Uh, do you got anything else coming up next after Millennium Tour? What's going on? Uh, for sure. I'm working on an album, actually two simultaneously. Insomnia 2 is one of the titles, and then another one is titled Sunsets. Uh, I've been working on it for like a year and a half now since the pandemic started last year. And then I have a big announcement. This is a little exclusive right now until the ink dries. But uh, I'll just say I'm back on road early 2022. Ooh, there we go. Back yeah. on road. Yeah. Sammy back on road. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving yes, it, man. Appreciating it. So I'm really hoping to make the show next weekend. That would be a blast, man. I'm hoping Listen, I can make it happen. Looking forward to meeting you. I appreciate the love and support, King. Absolutely, man. I'll see you next weekend. All right, next Friday. Blessings. Peace, light, love.
stay down forever. Time Travel with D.C. Hendricks on the Music Vibes Podcast. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify on your mobile device. Federated Media.